Welcome to this week's episode of the Sisterhood Debrief, where we discuss all things sisterly, godly, and ratchet. Y'all, welcome to another episode of the Sisterhood Debrief. <laughs> Have you missed us? <laughs> Why are y'all laughing at me? I'm happy to be here. Are we not? Are we not happy? Alex's not face. What's up, y'all? Yeah, it has been a week. We we took a little week off, so you know, gotta be a little yeah. extra make up for it. Meanwhile, Alex yeah. is looking at us like somebody mama. Okay, it's fine. You know how she do. She's, <laughs> she's, she's above all of this. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> I'm looking at y'all, and I'm also listening to my kid to make sure she doesn't come screaming my name down the stairs. <laughs> All right, butterscotch. Definitely. <laughs> Anywho, so we're going to kick this thing off with prayer. God, we thank you so, so much for the opportunity to congregate with you, um, with my sisters, once again, you know, virtually, because nobody has um, and so we thank you for this opportunity to share um, your word, to spread joy and positivity. I pray that you would just touch the hearts and minds of our listeners and that they would be blessed through this um, time and that we would just glorify your name with the things that we say and do. May your Holy Spirit have his way. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. <laughs> I just need the people to know that we are not congregating physically okay and if we was uh, i'm joking we're Brittany not supposed to go to jail Brittany ain't nobody going to jail care. for being in Brittany the same place nothing about according no to the governor of georgia <laughs> we can go to the beach <laughs> so why we can't go to each other's house <laughs> i know right nah Brittany don't care nothing about no stay at home Brittany is living i've been staying at home <laughs> around my neighborhood i've been staying at home and around my I have been, I, I've been going for walks. I can't because okay. what you're not about to do is de- deprive me of my vitamin D that will keep me from killing folks. Like I mean, I'm just saying. I'm sorry, you said you're what? <laughs> you're not going to deprive me of my vitamin D exactly. that will keep me from killing people. I mean, when people get cooped up and they start going crazy and ticking and going on, you need to let them outside. You, What's you gonna happen when we all go outside again? People go. You need a little bit of vitamin D. Yeah, it makes you happy. Get these uh, endorphins, but better go work out. I feel like y'all talking yeah. about something. Work it out. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about? Wait a minute. Because now <laughs> I hate you, Vernique. Anyway, you were talking about vitamin D. I, you're a married woman. I just I'm I talking about from the sun. Oh my I god! Just, I remember <laughs> the days when I, you know, had vitamin D. Can you go to the next segment? Because to the first segment, because you're doing a lot right now. <laughs> Right, right. It's the Rona, y'all. I ain't got it, but it's affecting me. Um, <laughs> I told y'all about making you do that loud laugh on here. Look, Alex is like so distraught right now. Okay, <laughs> I think that Bernice's brain messed up when she was right. done. Right. Right. baby girl came back from Boston. You can't go nowhere else. Turn. And she she, she, she came back and lost it. I don't know. She losing her mind. I am. I am losing my mind. I can't even deny it. Boston was crazy, but that's a story for another day. Okay, so for our what would you do, sis? What would you do if you were slated to have a wedding during this time? Let's say it was last week, right? You were supposed to have a wedding. But everything shut down due to Corona. 
what would you do from a Christian perspective? What would you do? <laughs> so that mean I can't cuss nobody out. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. From a Christian perspective. Um, I'm all for the courthouse and that's after having had a wedding and not ever wanting to do it again. At as, all. As beautiful as it may have seemed, <laughs> Alex was there. Like I would never ever in my life have another Ever. wedding. Um, so I definitely probably would go to the courthouse. I had a cousin who got married at the courthouse a couple weeks ago. Um, that was already their plan, but I just seen it just seems like the most feasible thing to do. Um, get married at the courthouse or have my parents marry me and him with maybe one or two other people at a church or in our home. That would be my options. Those would be my options. Yeah, my ex told us when we were engaged he was like just go to the courthouse your wedding your marriage will last longer um <laughs> that's definitely what she said um <laughs> but i would just get married at the courthouse get married now push back my like ceremony my reception well i'll probably just have a, a reception um push back my reception for a later date because i don't turn down a good party so <laughs> i'm gonna <still> <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm in the same boat. I think that um, I would, I would, I would go to the courthouse if the courthouse was closed. Um, I would find a pastor. Now, you know, we got a social distance. My parents aren't pastors and bishops, so you know, I probably just have a Zoom wedding and then just stream it on Facebook, just let everybody see. And so, I just, I feel like that would be efficient. Like, that will yeah. work. Yeah, that'll I'm work because you got like 50 million friends anyway. Yeah, like, your wedding would have to be publicized. All the people are all going to be at my reception. Like, <laughs> place is expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they I don't play at home and enjoy the reception on Facebook. Uh, hello. And the thing about it, too, is, like, I have no interest in having another, like, full-blown wedding. There are parts of me that I'm like, oh, because I could redo it, but I'm over it. Like, it really wasn't that. So I would prefer a destination wedding and then like a big, same with Alex. Mm-hmm. Like I'll never turn down the party, so I will probably have a big reception. So I really wouldn't be too upset. I know some people are really distraught though. I feel bad about that. Yeah. Um, and some, mm-hmm. some of my friends on that my money. timeline, they're postponing their weddings or somebody I know literally had like a, it was them two, the, the first, the, what is it? The best man and then the um maid of honor and the pastor and they got married in this little downtown area of valdosta and streamed it i mean perfect yeah so you know it is what it is it does not i don't think i think i think if you chose to put it off at this time um it doesn't necessarily show like where where your values lie because of course if you spend all this money and you can't get it back definitely push your wedding back but if you have the option to go ahead and like have your day and make your make your covenant official there's no mm-hmm. i don't think there would be any option for me to push it back it would just be like let's just go ahead because now we can just still start our lives together and we got a story yeah. to tell we have memories to build in this moment like this is the i would love to be quarantined as a newlywed right now <laughs> Like, listen to me. <laughs> I'm just saying. Listen, ain't no no Rona gonna stop Nan show around here. Hello, not one like, show. we'll be Coroni Coroni new Coroni newlyweds, and we'll have Hello. some coronials by the time it's all said and done. But see, this is like one of my soapboxes, though. Like, mm-hmm. because people, I'm I'm gonna step on it lightly, and then I'm gonna go off, and we can move on. But one of my soapboxes <laughs> is that whatever. So I really think that I don't think that God only looks at covenant 
um, or marriage in the sense of paper. Because in a time like this, when courthouses are shut down, you're in, and I believe in the sight of the Lord. And from my perspective, I'm not a pastor, I'm not nothing. You having your parents, let's say this was your situation, Brittany, you having your parents officiate your wedding doesn't make it less, it makes it not legal, I guess you could say. Like it's not, you know, written down or whatever, but it makes it, um, I still think that it's real in the sight of God because you had intention and then you mm-hmm. couldn't do it the way that the law, you know, wanted. So why would I wait when I know the intention is there? So mm-hmm. I feel like this is why I get into it with people about like, well, it's only paper. It, I mean, God only acknowledges paper. And I don't think that's true. But that's me. I'm going to just sit back on. Now. I mean, yeah, that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother episode. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I mean, I can I can see where you're going with it, because I mean, there I wasn't really that. paper in the garden of... <laughs> <laughs> the you know, first marriage that we see and there was no paper again we ought to follow okay. the laws of the land no law yeah but we ain't telling people to be out here acting like you married but don't just stack up okay? <laughs> like just because you've been living together oh we married no, 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 no i'm just playing i'm just playing i had intentions of getting married now nah, were you shacking up no no no, no, no. Lord. if there was no. no question popped before we got stuck in the house y'all still living in sin i'm sorry that's just like oh my gosh listen uh, yeah it if you, if you have no intentions of getting married and then you shacking up right now uh this was this conversation wasn't for you if you <laughs> intended to get married or you've decided like during this time let's get married and you know you can't do it through the courthouse or whatever i still you know bring somebody in and you know that everybody wear y'all masks put on your nice little dresses and tuxedo masks <laughs> Yeah, that'd be a nice little lovely wedding pictures. All right. Oh. <laughs> uh current current events. So Alex. So obviously, guys, Corona has taken over. Did y'all uh, hear about that? I mean, are, are y'all like <laughs> Oh, this is what now? Corona or <laughs> right? COVID nineteen, maybe. I don't know how you you know, but you know, <laughs> Corona has us in the house, y'all. Um, and if you're not in the house, you should be. Um, so right now, <laughs> first of all, can we not have the people thinking that I'm just out here like roaming around? Yeah, okay, I'm not, I have not been nowhere except to the store and outside to work out. Okay, and I went to see my mama last weekend in one of mm. but mm. <laughs> that was before the stay at home thing happened. Okay, mm. Mm. but anyways, y'all. So, <laughs> Many states have enacted um, shelter in places or your local um, cities, municipalities have, um, have shelter in place orders in right now. Please follow them. We are not trying to be in the house of 2021. Let's be <laughs> here. So I would like to enjoy my summer outside. So please, yeah. you know, practice social distancing if you must go outside. Like, understand though, even though you're... Um, local government has maybe named something essential. If it's not essential, don't do it. Like, do you really need to get your oil changed right now if you're not going to work? <laughs> you know. Save that $70, man. Yeah, just hold it so we can go outside again, y'all. It's okay. Like, you know, pick and choose. Don't just try to get out the house. Don't go to the grocery store every day just because. Like, honestly, let's try to help plateau this, um, the rise of this disease. So we can all enjoy 
being outside again because you know as Brittany mentioned earlier vitamin d is important so <laughs> Uh, it is let's um let's the one that. i was talking well both of them important in actuality but but i'm still talking <laughs> about the second one but you know guys let's let's so let's listen it's so important like we mentioned earlier when we we're talking about marriage god does tell us to follow the law of the land so let's let's abide by the law y'all um we have questions um many representatives are doing like q a's or have resources on the website so go ahead and just look up your local government shelter in place law and try to see what it's saying that you can and cannot do i know places like virginia have their shelter in place until like june 10th um here in georgia our statewide one that went into effect on april 3rd is until the 13th but schools are already canceled for the full year um a lot of states are canceled for the full year only a teacher would say hallelujah next time <laughs> <laughs> Child, parents, y'all don't know my story. I, you know, mm, as parents, I'm I mean, praying for as parents. Let's come into agreement, y'all. We're still teaching. We're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna get through this time, y'all. Um, and honestly, another thing, like just with this whole thing, so important. Take care, mental health. Mm-hmm. Don't go crazy in the house. Like, stay active. Still do things that you're allowed to do. You don't congregate, obviously, but you know, if you want to go outside for a walk, do that. Or run, go do that. Um, pick up a new hobby or get back to a hobby that you haven't done in a long time if you just want to rest do that that is okay like now is time to do all those things don't feel guilty about not completing your to-do list it's okay we got time but just stay in the house also a lot of therapists right now are offering tele sessions um, telehealth sessions Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you have a therapist, nine times out of 10, they're offering video conferencing or phone um, conferencing for your sessions. Y'all do not allow yourself to get overwhelmed during this time. I know some of us are dealing with this in different ways. Um, I've had people, I've seen people who are dealing with grief because some of their family members have passed away from this, as well as people who are just not, not um, taking it well that they have to be at home. So they're dealing with depression and anxiety. Like, make sure that you're checking in with somebody. This is not a time to be lackadaisical with your mental health. You need to actually be even more vigilant and more aware. And so, you know, find out, find a local therapist if you don't already have one that provides um, telehealth sessions. Yeah, I would, I'm sorry, on top of that, uh, married folks, find you a counselor as well. I know how it can be having uh being in your in the house with your spouse all day when that's not your norm and if there are already underlying issues like don't use this time to just jump the gun and be like yep let's just go ahead and file for divorce because y'all gonna have to stay in the house together anyway where you gonna go um so just go ahead and use this time to uh there are uh, there are counselors as well marital counselors who are also offering various um opportunities Mm -hmm. for you to receive tele counseling marital counseling Mm-hmm. Huh? Absolutely. And this is actually a great opportunity if you are married to um, actually find new ways to communicate, to restructure your household, to um, change some things. Like if you feel like it hasn't been going right, um, this is definitely an opportunity for you to reshape your marriage. So make sure you take advantage of that with the help of a counselor or just sitting down together and having um, some tough conversations that maybe you've been avoiding because of your busy day-to-day life. Cool. I think that's it, guys. That's the main thing. You know, we just want you guys to stay safe out here in these homes. 
Yes. Not in the streets. So, um, speaking of which, our topic for today, I think it kind of ties into Corona, but it's funny that this was kind of pre-planned already, but um, we're talking about body image and body positivity, taking care of your body, which is so fitting during this time, right? Some of us are either overeating, right? <laughs> and, and just like sitting on the couch, Netflixing our lives away, Netflix and chilling and, and snacking. Um, or we can, or many of us, like I know us three have all taken the initiative to actually take care of our health. So Alex, like, how are you maintaining a healthy um, body image during this time? How are you taking care of your body? Let's talk a little bit about that. Okay. So one, I changed my diet. Well, I had already changed my diet before Corona, but, um, I do a low carb keto diet. I'm trying to get strict keto y'all, before I'm lazy keto. So it was way more mm-hmm. of a part. Um, but it's like when you grocery shop, now I'm not buying those junk things. I don't, a good thing about this is that I don't have to have company co-worker potlucks or where they want to, you know, boost morale with Chick-fil-A or pizza or don't have the temptation. So, you know, this is for a win. And, um, you know, just staying busy, like reminding myself to do the same things I did at work, like in the morning, drink my tea, drink my water, stay focused, working, don't keep getting up, walking through the kitchen, um, that I've been working out, um, so many gyms right now, and trainers are doing free workouts, like, y'all better get on Instagram, find yeah. y'all a gym, like, y'all, if, everybody in Atlanta, if you know somebody in Atlanta, they probably, you have probably heard of a Fit Fitness, mm-hmm. not from Atlanta, Go follow Effect Fitness on Instagram and you will get the uh, work out, y'all. They will work you out. My body was still hurting from like four days ago. So, and I work out. They're really good. So, this, any gym though, really. Find you a gym. That's what I, that's the gym I've been using um, to work out. Kendall also, my daughter, also has a, um, she also has to do PE at home. So, we've been doing parent and me workouts. Um, off of YouTube. So if you have kids at home, search YouTube, find you some um, parent and me workouts. Or you know, Kendall also has been trying to teach me TikTok dances. And <laughs> to perfect TikTok, y'all, like <laughs> hours. How many hours, hours you can dance? <laughs> hours. Like hours to get these dances down. I just don't understand. Like, Meanwhile, I done downloaded TikTok and have not opened the app at all. Yeah, like I mean, about to distract myself like that. I <laughs> did this challenge with my sister and one of our best friends. We also call our sister. And you did what? The Savage One. Megan. Let me go see. Oh yeah. It's on Facebook. Um and y'all, it like literally took us like an hour. Of just doing it over and over and over. Legit workout because it got hand moves, leg moves, all that. So you just get active. Like that's my biggest thing right now is if I stay active, I ain't gonna blow up because I'm a bored eater. Like if I'm bored, I'm eating something. Like, oh, I'm just gonna get this real quick. I'm gonna get this real quick. And I become a snacker, like eat all day, snack, snack, snack. And I actually had a coaching call this week on um about doing the keto diet. And she was like, That's the biggest thing is that we don't we overeat because we keep eating small little baby things here and there without tracking and so easy to overeat because you're like oh I only ate this or a handful of this and a little bit of that and then before you know it you've overeaten for the day and you wonder why you're not losing no weight 
So that's what I'm doing, y'all. Like I'm tracking my food, drinking my water, and working out. Yay. That's awesome. Um, I definitely I honestly I feel like I'm a fake quarantiner because um like right now I'm actually technically on vacation. So this was supposed to be a vacation time for me um, in between my two um, assignments. So in a few weeks, I'll be going to um, DC for work for about three months. So um, I was really excited about this time, but I realized while I was in Boston that I am, um, I started stress eating, which is normally not my MO. My thing is like, I normally don't eat. I lose my appetite when I'm stressed. But while I was in Boston, I started to stress eat. And so over the last like month, month to two months, I have gained some weight. And so I wasn't particularly excited about that, but I felt motivated instead of like, instead of body shaming and like spiraling of like, what are you doing? Like you're, you know, you're getting bigger and things like that. I kind of, I was looking forward to this break so I can really just reset my, um, my priorities to one, get rid of the stress because that job was really stressful. But to reset my priorities and to gain, to start new habits. And so through the accountability of another friend, I um, have started to incorporate working out. So I've been working out like one to two times a day. And so after we record, I'll be working out again. And I'm really, really excited. I'm feeling kind of the strength in my body. I'm feeling empowered. And so that's one thing that I've been doing. And also just not not shaming myself. You know what I mean? Like nobody else has to live the life that I live. Nobody else has to kind of be in my shoes. And so, you know, I may not have dealt with it in the best way, but at least like I'm doing something about it now. And so I'm really, um, I'm really kind of changing my approach to this whole thing. I'm eating better in the sense that I'm not eating out, <laughs> but like I'm cooking every day. And I'm, I'm another thing is I, I haven't cooked much in the last year. So this time I was trying to rekindle my like desire, I guess, to cook and just reacquaint re myself. Is that a word? Reacquaint yourself. Reacquaint. Okay, yeah. Reacquaint myself to the kitchen and you know, just finding that that area of joy again, which is a whole nother um topic too, as it relates to like life post divorce. But um yeah, I've just been enjoying this time of just like eating food from my own kitchen, um, working out, making that a part of my lifestyle, and also incorporating um, a spiritual element. So when we work out, like when we go for walks in the mornings or um, do our exercise in the evening, we, me and my friend, we talk about scripture, we pray together. And so I'm really just integrating that part of my life of like, it's not just working out so I can lose weight. This is a God thing. It's a uh, it's something that he wants to be invited into and really just changing my mind about how I approach um, taking care of my temple um, and, and really making sure that it's from the perspective that God has of it and not just my carnal desire to like have a beach ready body whenever outside open back up. So that's that's kind of where I'm at with everything. And, and so I'm really excited about it. I'm proud of myself. This is my first week. I have two more weeks to go 
of, you know, this consistency. And of course, you know, my goal is when I start back working, because I work in the medical field, um, when I start back working, that I'll continue this, right? So, yeah. Plus, it's like, keep it up. It's so easy to walk around, like, depending on what part you're in. It's so yeah. It is. It's been, it's been decent weather. It's been beautiful. Like, that's been kind of my thing, going outside to work out now. Um, so, my whole, like, fitness weight loss journey has been my entire life. So, these little this little stay inside and don't do nothing else, uh, giving me the opportunity to get back to that has been a blessing for me. It's also fitness actually was one thing that Chris and I used to do together as a form of quality time. Um, but because of his school and my school and work schedule, um, we ultimately ended up working out like in different locations as opposed to at the same gym that we were once at together. So um, this moment has really given us that quality time back. Um, so that's been really important uh, for me. Um, but also I've had to really get to a point where I don't shame myself. I think I shame myself just so when other people see me, like it doesn't give them room to shame. I've always been that way. Like I will, I've used to always like say something negative about myself people to the other point. people yep um I've always been that way I even like even though my love language for like outside of my marriage I always say that because in my marriage it's quality time but outside of my marriage it's words of affirmation um but I will I'll easily like what like wave away a compliment like oh no it's really just this um but I've gotten a lot better at that over the years and this aspect of my life where I am right now I think I'm the heaviest I've been my entire life um and I've always been like oh I'm never gonna get like close to 200 nothing like that because I that's always been a thing for me growing up um my upbringing um my sister and I were both obese children and like my mom used to make us run a treadmill so like in my eyes it's just like this is not okay for me to be this way um, I can look at other women and be like, dang, she's gorgeous. Like whether they're slim, thick, large or whatever, but I don't feel that way like about myself when I see myself at any size that I perceive to be unhealthy for me. Um, so yeah, like this time to really get to make fitness more of a priority um, has been very important for me. And I've gotten to the point where now I will look at myself and I'll just say something positive um, that tells me like I'm on the right track for regaining my health and how my me getting healthy is not even just about me anymore um, because as previously mentioned like we're trying to conceive um, so now it's about having a healthy home for a child or my child to be able to like develop inside of without any health complications or things that may be underlying that can be triggered by weight gain or unhealthy eating so um i've actually this is my first time trying out a different diet i used to just do very clean eating and i would eat like six times a day so i would literally set an alarm to eat breakfast and then a midday snack and then lunch and then another snack and dinner like that's how i used to eat um and work out i used to work out like twice a day um but now i'm just kind of pacing myself i am opening myself up to keto um seeing what that does for me um, and then also just being okay with working out for 45 minutes a day and calling it 
you know what it is. Like I did something today. Um, I don't want to overwork myself because in the past it's just always been um, a very anxiety inducing thing for me when I get to a certain point and then it kind of backtracks because life happens. So um, definitely feeling the whole like being positive about my body type, um, whether whatever it is now versus what it will be three or six months from now. So definitely um, keeping that at the forefront of my mind that I'm beautiful in whatever, um, like my husband's attracted to whatever and things of that nature because it does help. Yeah. Um, one thing that you were talking about is like, and that's one thing that I'm learning right now, again, because this, this shouldn't be about just weight loss, right? But about a lifestyle of health um, and wellness. And so one thing that reminded me is like, like you said, not just losing weight to, to kind of get to a point. And so I think that when we incorporate God into that process, right, of, of looking at it as God, like I'm giving this temple back to you um, and, and, you know, let it be holy and acceptable to you or just looking at like there's so much about working out and being healthy that correlates to our spiritual lives. Like there's so much there. One, the process, right, learning how to endure um, learning how to endure in moments. So those workouts that you feel like, yo, I'm about to die. Like there's like the suffering of this present time is not worthy to be compared to the glory that will be revealed. And so just knowing like, I can, I can do this because I know that in the end, I'm going to get, I'm going to get the outcome that I deserve or that I desire. But not only that, but what does this process produce in me as a daughter of Christ? And so learning like, okay, it's not just about getting to the weight loss part or having the body that I want. Um, it's also about like God in this, I'm learning, I'm re you're refining my character, mm -hmm. right? Like you are refining my character, you're changing my habits. And if I can do this in the flesh, then I can do it in the spirit. And just also learning like every time, like, I think there's a, a, literally we are subduing our flesh which is exactly what our whole walk is about as, as daughters of Christ. And so as we subdue our flesh physically, spiritually, it's so tired and exhausted and it recognizes that we're willing to go the extra mile to shut the flesh up so that way the spirit can be alive and active. We can hear God better when we're healthier. We can make better decisions because um, we, we have, you know, even from a chemical perspective, like there's more endorphins flowing and all these types of things. But also because I have learned to discipline myself, I have also learned, I have also had the ability to hear the Lord better, right? And so when we're not practicing physically in subduing the flesh and, and you know, the, I think in Corinthians, it talks about, one of the Corinthians talks about, you know, I beat my body, um, basically it's talking about discipline, like, you know, training your body as an athlete. And so we should be doing that because it produces spiritual results and it teaches us about Christ's process, which is that as I discipline myself, as I lay myself down, as I subdue the flesh, um, I grow in character, I'm refined, I'm made new. And so just like, it's just this daily thing, this daily renewal um, of our minds concerning our bodies and concerning the things of the spirit. And so it's been really enlightening for me. And just change, like, this is not just a carnal thing for us, for, for us as believers. It's not just a carnal thing for us to work out and eat right. Like, it has, it's, it's a holistic thing. That's good. One thing that, that's always stuck with me, my, 
I heard my pastor say, I think maybe last year, was that so many people say you want to walk in purpose, you want to live the life God has called you to be, but you want healthy. How can you do all those things and you say you want to live for God when you're treating the body that he gave you horribly? Mm, yeah. um, by being healthy is a lifestyle and not just a diet, not just a workout plan, yeah. but a lifestyle because maybe God, maybe like your purpose, maybe you won't hit like not the peak of your purpose but the person god wants you to reach or the people god wants you to reach maybe you don't reach them to your 70 but you end up dying prematurely because you ate fried chicken and bacon and lard and your greens and macaroni and cheese every day for your whole life and you died at 35 you know what i mean like that's a stream but we have to think about those things like am i going to be able to reach the full potential of what god created me to do on earth if i continue to live an unhealthy lifestyle whether it be being a wife whether it be you know anything like you know any of those things maybe it's somebody at the gym or in in a workout facebook group that you're supposed to reach you know but if you choose to always live an unhealthy lifestyle you may never see those promises come to pass that god has promised you because of the choices you make because we still have free will absolutely and i think like even further for all of us how am I expecting myself to actually, and this is big conviction for me, but to be a disciplined and in, in, um, integrity-driven entrepreneur and to, to really make sure that I'm like putting out the type of content, you know, and putting in time and putting in effort and energy, but I don't do, like, that's going to come out of the clear blue sky? <laughs> no, it starts in my, in the way that I treat my life. If I can't treat my body right, how am I going to um, how can how can God know that he can trust me with, you know, thousands of people, with stages, with places? Like, if I can't even discipline, what what belongs to me first? Like, before I had a platform, before I had followers, before I had anything, I had this body. Mm. And so, you know, it's important for us to recognize, like, I think that there is a parallel there. Not always, not for everybody, but I think that it, it, there's an exchange. There's a, there's a parallel between the two of, you know, you can't say that you want de- to be disciplined in one area, but you're not in another. Like, it should be across the board. Yeah, either you're disciplined or you're not. Period. Period, Pooh. Yeah. That's good. Life update? You said life update? Mm-hmm. Well, I give a life update, I guess. I'm trying to think what's going on in my life. You know, now that we are in the season of being don't nobody have a life. <laughs> we don't have no life, y'all. Like, <laughs> I literally work from home, teach from home, cook. Shout like out to all the parents who are who are doubling down as educators as well now, you know. Yeah. Y'all. <laughs> I would say that y'all, I have truly, I always say that I'm like pretty good with time management and multitasking, but I have really honed in on this skill in this season of my life of having to teach at the same time as work my nine to five. Um, because I have to keep, my daughter so used to me. If y'all hear her in the background, I'm sorry, like, we y'all seen the memes of people like their kids eat snacks all day. That's Kendall, like y'all. <laughs> but um, like I have to keep her entertained because she's so used to when we're at home together, her having my undivided attention or 
you know, me not having to work or be on the phone at work, which I have to do working from home all the time. Um, so it's like balancing and getting her schoolwork done. Um, so getting her schoolwork done in a way that's not overwhelming for either one of us because of the amount of work. And like I was telling her teacher this week and shout out to all the amazing teachers who are like staying in contact with parents and helping us navigate this season. Um, is that I just don't want to complete the work with Kendall, but I want to really make sure that she's grasping the concepts because yeah. she's got to go on the first grade. Like, you know, she, I, she has to understand this of it's foundational information that she has to learn right now. So I want to make sure that she's actually learning it versus just completing a worksheet or an online classroom assignment. Right. Um, so, you know, parents reach out to your teachers if you need help. I know this week at Kindle School, they're starting um, virtual teach. Well, they can't call it teaching, but virtual assistance mm-hmm. um, to help, like, teach, in air quotes, the students, the mm-hmm. concepts that are being taught at home or whatever. But if, you're, if your child's school is not doing that, reach out to the teacher. I have not talked to a teacher yet who said they don't want a parent to reach out to them um, and ask for help. So I mean, because we're still working, like um, – we're not listed as essential because we're not literally leaving our house to work, but we actually have to still work. I literally have to be available by phone, computer, Zoom, or whatever from 9 a.m. until 5 p.m. every day. And later on one day of week, one day of the week, we go to six o'clock for the parents who still work and they need like to check in with us. But if any teacher is telling you, uh, I don't have to do that, it's a lot. And if that is the truth, then it need, they need to fix it because um, I'm not one of those. And I can't think of any of my colleagues who's just literally sitting at home not doing anything right now and leaving everything to the parents. As a matter of fact, the work that they are asking us to now give kids now that we have a more concrete plan is a lot more rigorous so I actually have to spend all my spring break this coming week recording content videos so that kids can watch the lessons and I'm literally teaching um, on the videos and I still have to be available (laughs) throughout the day for questions concerns check-ins and whatever so um, still shout out to the parents who are taking the extra effort to make sure the kid your kids are still learning during this time i've always said that parents are the first educators um so it's kind of almost like there there is having to be like a reckoning of a sorts where parents do become more involved than whatever they may have already been um in their child's education so this is the opportune time to you know really reestablish um that role in their life as their first teacher and i'll say this like Brittany was saying like more rigorous work shout out to everybody who's still working because I feel like I am doing more work at home than I was in the office yeah. and I've heard that, that people yeah, I feel like, like I, yeah, I feel the same way working y'all like I worked before but like for real like working working since I've been home and um so and I've learned how to separate myself from my job like at work I was very bad about taking breaks um and taking my full lunch and things like that at home I have made that a priority because my work is in my home and I need to really um separate those things and when I get off I'm off like you know no like work is at home but no bringing it outside of that space um which 
like I said, these are new times for everybody. So as we all adjust to this new normal for now, um, it's all going to be different. And it's important, I think, to have friends and people you can reach out to to keep some level of normalcy. Mm-hmm. So I was like, life update is that another thing is like, make sure that you're reaching out to your friends and doing stuff. Like last night, we all watched Unquart. Um, last week, me and Brittany and our high school friends, we had a, a Zoom virtual happen. Um, I'm trying to think what else I have done. I talk to my coworkers every day. Like we still talk on the regular yeah. basis and like reach out to each other with work questions and things like that. Again, to keep some level of normalcy um, in these times. And I think that's so important. I think anytime you're going through like major change, you have to leave some level of norm. You have to maintain as much normalcy as you possibly can um, to help your body adapt to the things that have to change. Yeah, I agree. Um... I posted a status earlier this week and basically was asking for some space because I do feel like I am constantly um, talking to people, um, whether it be my scholars, my students, or my coworkers, or we're in some sort of virtual meeting. Like, life as a teacher definitely has not changed, but I do agree with Alex as well, like reaching out and having those social interactions um with your friends or co-workers who you normally would see and talk to or maybe get lunch with every day sign up for a zoom account get you a facetime session going um and make sure you keep those connections strong it's not the same i totally agree it's not the same at all Um, i was about to say (laughs) as introverted as i have become um and as much as i actually am enjoying this time um there are moments where i'm just like oh just kind of want to go to somebody's house and have a game yeah Um, i was telling Brittany and our um high school friends that i'm definitely consider myself an introverted person um but this season of being forced at home has like definitely like made me realize that um some level of how i thrive and Re refuel is through connections with people through inter human interaction, um, and people are like, oh, you have your kid at home, y'all. If you a parent, <laughs> it's not the same. Yeah, as adult interaction, and you know, it's on you. I enjoy being around my kid, but you know, it's not the same as adult interaction. So again, for those like you know, if that's you, if you're struggling right now, reach out to somebody. Um, Cause we're all going through, like you know, this unprecedented time together. No, none of us have been through a pandemic before, so right. ain't nobody a expert in this and how to handle this. We all figuring it out together. You just gotta yep. wing it. Yep. All right. So I guess I'm gonna try to preach something. What? Um, imagine if your pastor came up on sunday and was like i guess i'll preach and that's why i ain't nobody's pastor okay oh my god but no seriously (laughs) (laughs) no but seriously i um it's more of a reflection pete more of a reflection moment but Um, I hope it does minister to somebody. So in this season, I have been like super hype and going hard about like, if you are creative, you need to be doing something like creating, launching, preparing for when this is over so that when everything opens back up, you have something to show for this time. Don't just sit there and do nothing. Like that's kind of been my mantra 
my foundation to get through this time. Um, and I recently saw a post. I've seen two posts. One was from a friend who posted a very similar sentiment. Um, it basically said, if after the quarantine is over, you don't have something new to launch or something to promote or something to sell, then it was never that you were too busy. You just don't have discipline. And then I saw another post that took that same uh, little post or whatever, and it scratched out the part that said you don't have discipline. And it basically just said, um, it's okay. You are, you know, maybe you're resting. Maybe you are resetting. If you watch Netflix all day, like you're good. Don't let somebody feel, make you feel bad about that. Um, nobody should tell you how to process this this time. So my Can I Preach segment is kind of based off of that because I had a hard time with that second post at first because in my mind, I'm just like, well, if God gave you creative hands and you are utilizing this time to just sit around and be lazy because that's how you process pandemics, I don't understand that. But in reality, I do understand that everybody processes things very differently. Whatever you are doing in this season, as long as it is rejuvenating to your spirit, your mind, body, or your spirit, then continue to do that. Don't let anyone make you feel bad because you're not on a webinar every day or because you're not posting every day or writing a blog. Um, don't let anybody make you feel bad because you're not exercising. If you come out fatter, on the other end, I mean, it still might be a little bit of a problem. I'm not, I'm not making, uh, I'm not a proponent of being unhealthy, but maybe you really spent this time just enjoying you, your children, and you all decided to try new recipes in this season and it caused you to gain a little weight. I just don't want anybody to walk away from this quarantine season feeling like I was doing nothing. What you were doing was surviving. What you were doing was adjusting to a new normal. What you were doing was taking care of you, your family, and loved ones as best as you knew how. There's no rule book for this, guys. There's nothing that tells us how we should be handling this, um, especially when things are changing every single minute of every day. Um, so just really don't take away, take a step away from social media if that's something that you have been really focused on in this time and it's affecting how you are feeling about your processing um get away from social media because you might run into people like me who keep hooping and hollering about what you're doing with all this free time that you got um and that could make you feel some type of way so if that's not that that's not for you if that's not the word that god has put on your heart in this season pull away from it and truly seek him to see what am i doing or how should i process and work through this moment is this something is this a moment for me to just completely cut off everything and read my bible each and every day is this a moment where i should be launching um or making a sale is this a moment where i could just completely spend time with my children and ensure that they are getting the lessons necessary um, for them to be successful because essentially parents are like the front line of defense for some of these children making it through the next grade level with school being out for the rest of the year, you are now ensuring that your child goes to the next grade level because most schools are not gonna retain at this point with us not taking milestones. Now we gotta make sure that your kids are ready for the next grade level. So like maybe that's what you're pouring your time into 
balance is very key. Make sure you are getting rest. Make sure you are taking care of yourself, whether it be mentally, physically, or emotionally. But make sure that you are okay with just being okay wherever you are in this moment. So um, no scriptures, no like heavy spiritual spiritual element to this can I preach segment, but just a reflection piece that I kind of had with myself after seeing those two posts. That was good. And that's important with everything you said. Don't be hard on yourself and don't compare yourself to other people. Do what you got time to do in this season. Yeah, I think grace, you know, grace is, is, is necessary. Have grace on yourself. Also understand you have the grace to do whatever it is God is calling you to do in this season. And if you do nothing else, spend time with the Lord. You have nothing but time. There's no reason why your devotional life should be lacking. There's no reason. And I'm speaking to the choir. um, But (laughs) there's no reason your devotional life should be lacking. There's no reason why God ain't heard from you because you're too busy binge watching All-American, which is what I'm watching right now. Um, (laughs) You know, whatever the case is, like, if nothing else, spend time with the Father because that's the best use of time that you could could have, not just on Sunday when your church streams, but... Mm -hmm throughout the week you know set that time aside because you have it well that is it for today thank y'all for joining us um on this special corona social distancing edition (laughs) of the episode i don't know how many we're gonna have of these um it might be it might be a long year but um thank y'all for joining us and spending your time with us as always we hope that this blessed you and it encouraged you and we will talk to y'all next time have a good one bye y'all